You're listening to Public Domain Players. How these papers have been placed in sequence will be made manifest in the hearing of them. All needless manners have been eliminated, so that a history almost at variance with the possibilities of latter-day belief may stand forth as simple fact. All the records chosen are exactly contemporary, and given from the standpoints of those present. We offer no proofs. We ask none to believe us. You have only our word that what you are about to hear is indeed true. From the Journal of Jonathan Harker, May 3rd, 1890. Left Munich at 8.35 p.m. on the 1st of May, arriving at Vienna early next morning. I should have arrived at 6.46, but the train was an hour late. Budapest seemed a wonderful place from the brief glimpse I saw from the train. It was on the dark side of twilight when we arrived in Bistritz, where my client had arranged for me to pass the night at a local inn, before I was to finish the final leg of my journey early the next morning. Ah, welcome, mein Herr. You are the young Englishman we are expecting? Yes, uh, Jonathan Harker. We are so happy to have you, kind Herr. Your room is made, and I left the letter that arrived for you next to your bed. A letter? For me? Were you not expecting any? No. Actually, no one from my country could have known to reach me here. Do you know who it's from? I'm afraid not. Come, mein Herr, let me show you to your room. She led me up the stairs to a small but pleasant room. True to her word, there upon the bed lay a letter addressed to me in a hand that was both strange yet familiar. My friend, welcome, welcome to, to the, the Carpathians. I am anxiously expecting you. Sleep well tonight. At three tomorrow the diligence will start for Bukovina, a place on it is kept for you. At the Borgo Pass, my carriage will await you and will bring you to me. I trust that your journey from London has been a happy one and that you will enjoy your stay in my beautiful land. Your friend, Dracula. I was relieved to at last receive word from my mysterious client However, I soon noticed a strange change in the demeanour of my hosts. That night at dinner, I caught the kindly innkeeper and her husband looking at me several times with the most sorrowful expressions upon their face. Finally, the next morning came and I began packing my things, when I was stopped by a knock at my door. Come in. The door's unlocked. You ought not to be so free with whom you invite into your room, mein Herr. Ah, good morning. Is everything all right? 
Forgive me, but you look as if you... Though you haven't slept. Your coach has just arrived. Thank you. Tell them I'll only be another minute. Must you go? Oh, young hair, must you go? Do you not know what day it is? The 4th of May. I'm not sure I understand. It is the eve of St. George's Day. Tonight, when the clock strikes midnight, all the evil things in the world will have full sway. But surely that's nothing more than a superstition. Do you know where you are going and what you are going to? I beg you on my knees, Herr Harker, please do not go. (laughs) Madam, please get up. I appreciate your concern, but I must go. If you must, please take this. A crucifix? Wear it. If not for your sake, then your mother's. I thanked her for her pains, and with that, I left my kind host and boarded my coach. As I took my seat, I noticed a small group of villagers watching me. They each crossed themselves as they saw me, and muttered under their breath words that I had not yet encountered in my travels. I later searched for them in my polyglot dictionary. Ordog. Devil. Pogol. Hell. Vorlak. Vampire. The coach set off, climbing higher and higher into the mountains. My mind was temporarily set at peace by the beauty of the snow-covered peaks that the people in Bistritz referred to as God's Seat. It seems as if every known superstition had taken hold in this small sector of the world. Excuse me, do any of you speak English? I speak some. Could you maybe ask the driver to slow down? Slow down? The road is just getting a bit rough to be going so fast, don't you think? No, slow down. Too dangerous. I don't understand. What do you mean? What on earth? Did you see that? What? There was a woman. She was bowing before a massive cross on the side of the road. Yes, there are many here in these parts of mountain. But what was she saying? I believe she was praying for protection against the evil one. The evil one? Lucifer himself. He and his servants are to come down mountain tonight. You you don't actually believe that, do you? Yes, that is why we no slow down. Must get to Borgo before midnight. Do you have a way of uh, telling what time it is? Yes. It's almost nine o'clock. Oh, dear God. We shall be too late. Hold the We continued on at this frenzied pace for the next several hours. My travelling companions were now in an obvious state of agitation and stared anxiously at the setting sun. It was dark when the carriage finally turned into the Borgo Pass. Yeah, Harker, you have arrived. But there's no one here. I was told there would be a coach waiting for me. 
Perhaps the hare is not expected after all. Uh, perhaps he has gone on to Bokovina. Quickly, then, get back in the coach and we will take you. Before the driver could finish his sentence there, coming down the road alongside us was a long, sleek calèche, driven by four coal-black horses. In the driver's seat there sat a tall, gaunt man, wearing a silk-top hat and a scarf that covered a great deal of his face. The only features I could see of his were two piercing eyes that looked almost red in the lamplight. You are early tonight, my friend. The English hare was in a hurry. That is why I suppose you wished him to go on to Bukovina? You cannot deceive me, my friend. I know too much, and my horses are swift. However, I shall forgive you this transgression. Now, please, give me the young heir's luggage before I change my mind. Of course. Come here, Harker. My master is eagerly awaiting you. Let's not keep him waiting any longer than needs be. As I looked back on my former travelling companions, I was greeted once more with the all-too-familiar image of them crossing themselves. Only now it dawned on me that perhaps it was not for their protection, but for mine. We kept along on a straight and narrow path leading up further and further into the mountains. At one point I struck a match and by its flame took note of the time on my pocket watch. It was now a few minutes to midnight. We kept on ascending through thick forests that seemed to block out all starlight. At last, we reached a clearing where, in the bright moonlight, I saw the jagged outline of a vast ruined castle, from whose tall black windows came no ray of light. We pulled into the courtyard, a ghostly place, surrounded by high walls and arches on all sides. Excuse me, is this the main entrance? Hello, is this where I'm to meet my host? Can you not hear me? I asked... Wait! You can't just leave me here! Wait! Hello? Is anyone here? Suddenly, the great castle gates swung open. Within stood a tall old man clean-shaven, save for a long white moustache, and clad in black from head to foot. Welcome to my house. Enter freely and of your own will. Count Dracula? I am Dracula. Welcome, Mr. Harker. Come in, please, and leave some of the happiness you bring.
Hi everybody, James Wipert here, Artistic Director of Public Domain Players. Just a quick intermission here, I won't take up too much time, I just wanted to jump in and say thank you for listening. We have several episodes that are going to come at you over the next few weeks, and we really hope that you stick around. Normally this is where you would hear advertisements during a podcast, but we don't have sponsors, we are completely independent. What we do have is a Patreon. You can support that if you like what you're hearing. Just head to patreon.com slash publicdomainplayers. I'll tell you a whole bunch more about that at the end of the show. I did want to give one quick shout out and let people know of a cool event that's coming up. It's the Hugs for Sarah 2022 Virtual 5K, supporting the Sarah Grace Foundation for Children with Cancer. The Sarah Grace Foundation is near and dear to me as my parents and I started it in memory of my sister, and right now signups are open to join in on our virtual 5K. Anybody can participate anywhere that you are. You can run it, walk it, bike it, wheelchair, whatever you want. You'll get a downloadable race bib and a finisher's medal shipped directly to you. Registration is only $35 and all proceeds go directly to supporting children with cancer and their families. You can head to the org slash shop dash donate to sign up now, and there will be a link in the show notes. That is the org. Sarah spelled S-A-R-A-H. All right, that's it. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Your journey was a pleasant one, I trust. Yes, for the most part. Though I must say, the mood of the people in Bistritz left me feeling rather uneasy. I see. You must remember, my friend, you are now in Transylvania. And Transylvania is not England. We do not have the luxuries of the modern world. And superstition holds a tight grip. On the hearts of the weak. I wouldn't call it weakness, perhaps uh, more... Let us not dwell on trivial subjects. Please, allow me to take your pegs. It, it's really nothing. Please, uh, I insist. I apologize that my servants are not available to attend to you at this late hour. But I am happy to wait on you myself. You're far too kind. Is nothing, I assure you. Thank you. It looks delightful. Forgive me, Count, but I've only just noticed that the table's only been set for one. Are you not joining me? I am afraid I have dined already. But I shall sit with you and keep you company. Tell me, does my home please you? It's absolutely breathtaking. This dining room alone, with all its historic splendour. I can't imagine Queen Victoria herself living in a place half as striking. You flatter me, friend Harker. This castle has stood here throughout the centuries. It is filled with the treasures of wars and battles now lost to the ages. But it is also filled with many memories. Ghosts of countless years gone by. Soldiers returning from battle. Women and children waiting for them with open arms. Uh, Forgive me. 
I am of an old age, and you must indulge an old man's fondness for the past. Tell me, you are enjoying the food of my country, no? Everything is wonderful, Count. I shall have to make a note of the recipe for my fiancée, Mina. I've been keeping a diary of my travels so I can share them with her. Ah, to be a young man in love again. I envy you, my friend. Please, allow me to refill your glass. Thank you. Perhaps you will join me in a toast to your health. You are too kind, my friend. But I do not drink wine. Well, I shall drink to you anyway. To your good health, and may good fortune and friends find you as you begin your new life in England. Your employer, Mr. Hawkins, spoke highly of you in his letters to me, Mr. Harker. To quote him directly, he described you as a young man in whom I have every possible confidence. I now see why. I hope I may live up to your expectations. Uh, Now you will forgive me if I ask you some more questions as you dine. You see, I am very anxious to learn of the property your employer has procured for me in your England. Of course. I believe I have the papers on me somewhere. Aha. The estate itself is called Carfax. It contains in all some twenty acres, quite surrounded by a solid stone wall. The house is very large and dates back, I should say, to medieval times. A surprising feature of the house is the presence of what appears to be a private chapel or church. This is good. I am glad that it is old and big. I myself am of an old family, and to live in a new house would be strange. As for the chapel, we Transylvanian nobles love not to think that our bones may lie amongst the common dead. So this is also a comfort. I see. I can't say it would have been my first choice. It's an unfortunately gloomy sort of place, and the only other building within miles is a private lunatic asylum. (laughs) It's not, however, visible from the grounds. My dear friend Harker, I do not seek vanity in my new home. I am quite pleased with what I am hearing about this place. Carfax, as you call it. I am looking forward to seeing your England with my own eyes. I have a full library of English books, and by reading them I feel I have come to know your country as well as my own. It is also through them that I have come to learn your English, though I must profess I do not speak it well. But your English is excellent, Count. I thank you for your kind words. But it is all grammar in words. I hope that through our discussions I may both learn more about my new homeland and study your speech so that I may blend in with the common Englander. Englishman. <laughs> you see, there is only so much books can teach. I shall study your speech through our talks and you must correct me at even the slightest error. I wish to be able to slip into your teeming London streets as one of your kind. I am so looking forward to our time together.
the children of the night. Ah, oh, the music they make. Count? Are you all right? You must forgive me, friend. I was lost in thought. But look, dawn has come, and you must be in need of rest. Please, follow me, and I shall show you to your room. Hello again, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our premiere episode of Dracula. If you did, we just ask that you leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, as it helps spread the show around. Also, if you're on social media, you can tag the show with the hashtag PDPDracula, and then we can see what everyone is saying about it. You can find us on Twitter at Public Players and on Instagram at Public Domain Players. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash public domain players. On our Patreon, you'll get early access to episodes, bonus bloopers and outtakes, and script downloads. The show takes a lot of time and effort to produce and put together, so any little bit of support really helps. This episode was written by William Muirer and produced and directed by myself, James Wipert. The cast appears in the following order. Robert Fleet as Van Helsing John Martin as Jonathan Morgan Moffat as the innkeeper Stuart Parks as Dracula Michael Curry as the driver Jerry Schultz as the passenger Additional voices by Get Limon and James Wipert You can find social media and websites for all of the actors in the show notes the Public Domain Players logo was created by Bad Otter Design House. You can find them on Instagram at bad.otter. Big thank you and shout out to them. They also did the Dracula artwork. That is it. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will see you in two weeks with our next episode. So get excited and keep posting about it. All right, bye. <laughs>